Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to another episode of Gore Buddies featuring Anthony Gallo. What up? Digital extraordinaire. Wizard. And the Hoff, Pete Hoffman, with you. Uh, we could, You can always follow us on Twitter, at the Hoff WFAN. And at Pico de Gallo. Pico de Gallo. Underscore between the D and the Gallo. Gallo. And if it's Instagram, it's just Pico de Gallo 24. Yes, and I always forget my Instagram. But it's there. It exists. It is the sure. I think it's the Hoff WFAN. That's what I'm talking about. I'm glad that you know and I forget, as always. we looked it up last time. That's right. Do you have a memory of, like, a, of a, not a moth. What's, what's an the elephant. Wolf? An elephant, right. I have the memory. I, of, I can't remember names, but for a stoner, <laughs> I remember a lot more. So, funny thing, before we get into our top ten list of horror movies, that is what this episode is about. We both created the top ten list. Our, Very stressful. Our favorite <laughs> movies. It's not the, let me put it this way, let me just say, it is not the best movies of all time. It's not the greatest movies of all time. It's my favorite movie. Yes. That's what yes. it comes down to. Just like when you love a baseball player, like I loved... Don't get mad at me, Hoff, like Amado Benitez and Mo Vaughn. You grow up and you realize they weren't that great. Yeah, yeah, real? Jeez. <laughs> you didn't watch them in action and they suck. Hoff knows this one. My favorite player on the Mets for like four years is Wilmer Flores. So uh, these dude, are our sti- fa- It still is. It you still, still is my favorite Mets. I went to every trade deadline. But this is, you're right. There's going to be movies on here and you guys are going to be like, what? That's not even that guy's best movie. I don't care. Now, did you, how deep did you go? Did you go far back? Did you go, like, to the beginning of time? Or was this all, like, so, did, did it feel like it was newer stuff? Some of them are not. We talked about some of the movies I love, and they're on this list. The ones that are classics are older, but they're movies that you guys probably could guess. But most of these, <laughs> I would say most of these are newer movies post-2003, I would say. Interesting. And I, I feel like mine are. Actually, only two of them are. Um, not 2003 or later. Okay. I feel like it's split. I think that I, I'm not even looking in front of my list right now, but I think there are about half of mine are from 2003 and on. I think. But I, I know there's definitely some in the 80s, that's for sure. I'm not even sure if there's anything in the 90s. I think so it's mostly 80s. For the slashers, I, they, I me and Hoff discussed this before, and I want to come back in like a year and look at this and see how much I want to change. My <laughs> top three I think will be the same, but... The slasher movies, I just scrapped it because I was like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I love like four of those movies. Well, that's the funny thing is, right, and to how you're going to choose the one. Well, yeah. I did that for some of them. I did. And and then like Jason, I mean, um, Friday the 13th and Halloween, like I left those off. I love those movies, but none of them are in like favorite categories. Oh. And then now I'm thinking about it, Nightmare on Elm Street, I could maybe change my number 10 and it actually okay well listen let's dive into it we each have 10 would you i'm gonna let's go in reverse order so we're gonna go from 10 down to one would you like to take first dibs on this what is your number number 10 movie on the anthony gallows list of favorite horror movies so i'm gonna be honest with you number 10 i have like six movies listed there i'm not i'm not i'm not (laughs) but i'm telling you how hard this last one was but i'm gonna go with one 
I, I was going to put Hereditary here, but I'm actually going to put Little Monsters. It's a horror comedy. Little Monsters. Not yes. the Fred one. Savage. No, not that one. It came out on a Hulu three, four years ago. It stars Lupita Nyong'o, and I don't. And Josh. <laughs> jo, it's a hilarious movie. What? It stars Josh. Josh Gad is in it. The Frozen guy. Yeah, Frozen guy. He yeah. plays the biggest asshole oh. in it, and it's awesome. But it's a it's a zombie movie, zombie comedy set in Australia. Lupita Nyong'o is a uh, uh, I forget what they call it, uh, but elementary school, preschool teacher, primary, I don't know what they call it there, but she's a preschool teacher essentially. This deadbeat uncle is raising his, is, is staying with his sister, and he brings um, the kid to class, and he's in love with Peter Luongo, so he, in, in an attempt to woo her, he um, takes, uh, he uh, asks to be a chaperone on the class trip, and a zombie outbreak breaks out while they're at the zoo. And it's funny because Josh Gad is like Pee Wee Herman, right? Blues Clues guy, where he's like this child star, but he's like the biggest asshole. He's like an alcoholic. He's a terrible dude. And Lupita Nyong'o the whole time, she's awesome in everything. She's on another one of my the, the movies on this list too. But she is so good in it because the whole time it's it's a, it's not cheesy. The comedy's really funny. The whole time she's keeping the kids like in hey one two three eyes on me and there's like zombies around and she's like trying to stab a zombie <laughs> while not startling the kids. I really love that. I thought it was funny. So it's it's interesting because we, we, this is just showing where we're so far yes. apart already, which is great. I thought I did a lot of movies where I'm like oh you gotta know them all. It's not gonna be very exciting. This throws me for a loop, but now it starts throwing me into like a. Brings back memories of some of the horror movies that, like, it sounds fun. Now I feel like I have to watch it. Um, you can. I'll put it this way: you, not the not the babies, but JD can watch this and not be. So it's like, not. It's not scary, but it's fun. It, it's like a it's Shaun fun, of the Dead type of movie. It's fun. Shaun of the Dead is scarier than this. Like Shaun of the Dead has elements. Shaun of the Dead is so great. Like little monsters. Um, it. Sorry. By the way, it, getting, Gallo is stripping right now. I have to think about how to go. I'm swearing this, my this balls off right now. This conversation is getting him super, super hot. Being and the mic, the mic is new to me. So. We're just we're only up at episode uh, number ten right now on this top ten list. We, by by the end of this this podcast, <laughs> you can be down to your shoes and socks. I have shorts in my bag if I need it. Um, oh, no, it, it it it's not. There's not a moment where I'm like that was scary. Shaun of the Dead because of the cuts and stuff like that. There are horror elements. Okay, so what about this film out of curiosity throws you? It's like this is just so good that I have to put this on top ten. Ten is it because of just a, as a whole as a compass cast is Gad that funny or that? Awesome I think that- one. I, it's you're on to something because I think Josh Gad is hilarious, and right. in this he's re- he's the best part of the whole movie. Laputa Nwanga is great. That has, hasn't been a movie that I watched and I was like, she did a bad job, and it's it, it was laugh out loud funny. Like I watched oh, it alone, great. but I know when I watch something alone and I, I'm belly laughing. Because there's no one around to make them feel like I think it's funny. Right. I know it's genuine. <laughs> um, I always say if I watch something and my side hurts afterwards because I'm laughing so hard, it's good. It's not scary. It is a horror genre. Of course. And it's my favorite genre of the horror, so it all kind of like ties in. Did you like Club Dread back in the day? Do you remember that one? The That, that was the guys from Beer the- Fest. Oh, yeah. Club Dread could have been on here. I know, I know it's that, a comedy. That's what I'm saying. You, you yeah. bring it back. Club all Dread's awesome. great. Yes. Okay. So I did not have that on my top ten. Maybe I feel like I have to change this all over. But I will put it this way: this this movie is a bit more sticky than anything else. But I it, it I had to put it on here because at the time it was my favorite moment in horror history. Okay. Because. It combined two things that I've been asking for for a long time. Two villains on the same screen. 
It was Freddy vs. Jason. It's one of the ones I wrote down. So I put it on there because, first of all, I watched it three times in the span of two days. I saw like the 12 o'clock appearance because I was actually working on the job with a friend of mine. Uh, we were supposed to go somewhere for like K-Rock or whatever it was. I was like, dude, it's open right now. We finished our stuff early. Do you want to go watch a movie? Sure, let's go watch a movie. And then I watched it later on that night with my cousins and somebody else. And then I just like, you know, Saturday I'm going to watch it again too. Why the hell not? But the movie was not the best. But everything I wanted and more was out of it. Freddie and Jason were on the same screen at the same time. The There were some decent scares out of it. I mean, listen, there was some campiness behind it. But but overall, in this movie, to me, was I was, was so – what I anticipated and what I was feeling and the, the – as a horror fan, I, I felt rele- – not relieved, but I felt what's – a, what's a word for – I think the ending – I get what you're saying because the ending, you're like – this was good. I'm missing something, and then boom, Freddie's like, "Wink, wink, I'm not dead." Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, but I felt accomplished almost. I was like, you know what? Like after all this of the the buildup, I felt great. Like there was nothing really that I felt like I needed more. It was fun. It's a good set. Movie I think it's an underrated stuff. movie. Oh, well, underrated. You think? I don't think people did. People you would know better because you were a little bit like more of an agent. You can remember, but like I don't remember it being like critically acclaimed or anything. No, it wasn't critically acclaimed. A lot of people thought that it was it was. A little I, hulky Kelly, Kelly uh, not Clarkson, but Kelly, the the girl, girl from the the uh, Beyonce's original Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland. Yeah. Well, no, it was a blockbuster. It was the most blockbustery horror movie, horror movie around. maybe ever at the time. My thing is, it captures both horrors. It captures both of the the bad, the boss guys. You know, yes. Freddie and Jason. It captures both of their elements. You know, the scene, I always think of the scene when Freddy's the worm and the guy's stoned. Yes, like, great th- scene. It's a funny scene, but then there are points where you're, like, nervous. And you're like, this is terrifying. Or when they're all ejecting themselves to stay awake. Right, which is great. And again, a good casting. I think it's Ritter. I think it's, uh, if you know the, um, for like, uh, the father's name, but the Ritter from Three's Company. The the, the, the son. The, the, his, right, the son is the main actor, and he's, bril- he's really good. And so he's... Um, so was the girl in it too. Now I'm blanking. I know she was dating uh, Ed, Ed Furlong for a long time, but it was a good enough. Oh, Monica Keenan. Monica Keenan. Yes. Um, Jason Ritter. Jason Ritter. Yes. And then what's his name? That's also in, which makes me laugh. The cop in it. He's also in Scary Movie One. Um, I don't. He's. I don't. I, Lachlan Monroe. I don't think anyone will remember that. No. He's the one that they supposed to put the picture in his locker, and he's like, "Who took this picture?" Wait, oh, he's got the tiny pee pee. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, that guy. Yeah, he's in this one. Yes. Brandon Fletcher's in it. So what they do? But, but oh, Chris Marquette. Chris Marquette. The, in my opinion, the king of B horror comedies. He's hilarious. He's um. What would you know him from? Is he a stoner? No. He he's in a bunch of movies that I just happen to like. And he was in the. He was also in the Marble Hornets. Oh, I do love that guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mar- oh, Marble Hornets. I could have put that on here. No, I don't know that one. Oh, you should. Mar- for Chris, anyone, Chris Marquette, by the way, is uh, next door. Girl next door. Yes, yes. Brilliant movie. That's not a horror movie, but that brilliant yeah. movie. Uh, real quick, so not to get sidetracked. We stay on task with the list. Marble Hornets was a short uh, YouTube series that someone made. It's absolutely terrifying. Anyone out there, YouTube it. Watch it with the lights off. You shit your pants. But then they made a movie, and he's in it. The movie's not as good, but he's in it. 
He seems pretty badass, yeah. though. I, I do get it. But anyway. Going the, back to Freddy vs. Jason. There there were a lot of stuff that was an homage to it. First of all, Jason, the way he killed people was awesome. Freddy had some really good scares to him. I don't remember how many kills they actually had in the movie because that was one of the big toss-ups, too. Who's going to kill more? Got, I think Jason, I know, won, won that battle, but it was it was. I don't know if it was one, but he, but he also at the end of it, which is like the it, they crescendo so well, is you yeah. think it's over. Jason's walking off into the and then they zoom in on Freddy's cut off head, and he gives you the wink, and you're like, oh my god! But again, it's just a freeze frame too of just Freddy versus Jason side by yes. side in a movie. That's what I was always. I wanted for. to fight. I wanted them to fight. I wanted to be actiony, like, and you got that. And we always talk about like movies that you could have combined. Like when I was a kid, I was always talking about like, oh, I'd love to see these horror characters yeah. together. I grew up in the era of werewolf, Dracula, all these things. And that's why Monster Squad was so cool. And Monster Squad is kind of like that. Shit, I forgot to put that on here. Yeah, I know. Right, so Another get, one that could have been on there. Get to your number nine. I okay, number nine. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (laughs) Jordan Peele has a lot of great movies. Okay. It's us, and people are like, why won't I? First of all, Get Out got ruined for me. I'm waiting. Why did Get Out get ruined for you? Because it was, I I compared it to when Superbad came out. It was such a hyped up movie at the time that there was no way to avoid spoilers. So I'm waiting. First of all, it's not on many streaming services. Right. I'm waiting for it to come on a streaming service. And then I'm going to just like hope that I forget how the movie goes. Oh, wait, you haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. But Us is my is one of my favorite movies, not just horror movies ever. I think it's really underrated, and the criticism of it is ridiculously stupid, in my opinion. What's criticized about, about, what, what a lot of people, about that? I think a lot of people, and they, I, people try to make, I liked Nope. Nope was his worst movie so far. I have not watched that, so don't, don't spoil that. I won't. I heard Nope, by the way, is the Jaws it is. of the Sky. It very much is, but I liked it. Is I, there sharks in the it's sky? also a really beautiful movie to watch. Like, it's visually... Nope. Yes. Okay. So, Vis- get, so, but so, us, us, yes. Again, visually appealing. The cast is stellar. Um, he does a great job. Yeah, Winston, uh, the guy who plays, uh, um, is it Mbaku in Black Panther? Mm-hmm. Um, and Lupita Nyong'o's in it. 
There's a couple other people I think in you're it. You're in love, by the way. I I am very much. She's a very pretty lady, <laughs> but she's great, and she happens to just be in a lot of stuff that I like. And right. she's so good at it. The twist at the end is awesome. Yes. So good. The the there's no holes in the story, in my opinion. Like so, it just it was very well done, and I like the way that they do the hands across America thing. Like all of it, the ending is crazy. So so one thing that that I really liked about the movie is there's some things about um, new movies that try to put amusement parks in the mix of it, and they always fail. I feel like they don't do a good thing. right. Like this wasn't based around an amusement park, but they happened to be. In an amusement park or at, you know, whatever it was at the That's end like of, the portal or whatever you want to yeah. say it is. And, like, it was done so well, and it made it feel real creepy, which I love. Like, And that that's what um, uh, Jordan Peele does so well. Yes. And he's very Hitchcocky and also. When yeah. you're looking at one thing and then it's like, nope, it was actually, this is what mattered. This was just the red herring. Yeah. Um, they, I, I thought that. Like you said, it also is like multiple different. It's a home invasion movie. It's a uh, apocalyptic yeah. movie. It's um, it's like invasion of the body snatchers to an extent. There's a lot of things that you could pull from it that I'm like, wow. Like I I walked away being like, I kind of want to watch this again. Like right after I got done finishing, I think it. I might watch it tonight. Actually, yeah. It's, so you it's, gave me a good idea to watch like all these movies all over again, which is bad because now I'm not gonna have enough time to see yeah. my kids. But it's okay. The Alexa scene, Alexa <laughs> called nine one one, and they play uh nine one one as a joke in your town. It's just <laughs> it, that's a small laugh. It's mostly a stressful movie. I wouldn't say it's scary, but my heart's racing for most. Well, of it. so that takes me to my number nine. Okay, I don't know if this is a scary movie. But it's definitely a movie that impacted me, and I watched like because I think what I based a lot of what I enjoyed, uh, or my top ten is things I watched like numerous times and couldn't stop. So number nine for me is fi- Final Destination. Oh. It's like incredible the movie. One. Yeah, the first one. I I did like the second. Now here we go. I will say this: I not every movie that I have on here is the first one. So that's the I, first same spoiler. thing. My next one is a sequel. So Final Destination two, I think, is is really well done, and and it co- was up there. But the number, the first one was so you had no idea what you. The first ten minutes of that movie is the buildup is so amazing on the plane. You you watch it, then you see the explosion, and then you see the kid wake up, and you're like, "Oh, that's so crazy!" And then they go through the the movements again, and like everything feels the same. And you're taking yourself mm-hmm. through this stressful moment, and you're like, "Holy crap!" And the ending, and then, yeah, and then it just all takes you through this whole thing again. Right, the ending is one of those magical endings, and the entire movie really, I it hooked me. I don't know if that's because I was still so young and still so naive about how movies work and stuff like that, but but that hooked me where I was locked in from from the moment that plane blew up the first time. I was just hooked the entire movie. Uh, yeah, I agree. That was like a weird time because we were getting like hostile, which is not that great in my opinion. They're more like torture porn. <clears throat> but like, but then you get... Maybe on here, but we'll find Is it? it? Uh, well, we, we'll, we'll see. I, well, then we still say that for the torture porn, yeah, porn uh, list. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, that, that was... I mean, like I've seen the first two at least. But Final Destination, I think that's really good. And... Everything in it is you don't know until it happens. You know someone's going to die. You don't know how they're going to die. Right. And and you don't know how long it's going to take. The shower scene is one of the most disturbing scenes I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's scary because they're all things that, yes, they are being chased by this death-like attachment, but they're all things that can happen to you. I don't drive behind wooden trucks anymore because of... Dude, I am all the way in the back. I'm, yeah. like, no, I'm not, I'm not bothering with, with this my stuff. My shower curtain is a metal rod <laughs> with the, the clips that come off. Like, nothing is... this. The, our shower doesn't 
Freaking work most of the time. But the shower case doesn't have a string in it. Like, I made it's so many things in my life that change. When I go on a roller coaster, I duck, even though I'm 5'7. Like, I duck and it's like I'm going to hit my head. I might have to change my list now because you. No, 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 no. I, you have to keep it on there. Cause, because now I feel like I should. Because I have a, movies on here, you're going to be like, why is that on there? There was a movie I wanted to throw on here and I chose to, to stay away from it. But well, okay, go, go to your number I, eight. I know, I do know that we both have one movie on here that we definitely both have. And I'm not, don't say it, but I know for a fact we do because of how much we talk about it. But okay. my number eight, it is a sequel, VHS 2. I think the VHS franchises are amazing. Okay. I think they take the found footage horror thing. They get the short attention span that we have now, but I like them. I think the first two are the best. I think the I think VHS uh, viral is eh, has one really good story. And then... VHS 84 was really freaking good. I never watched that one. I think I don't even think I see saw part two. I know that I saw the There's original 84, one. What is it, 84, 94, and 99. The 99 one was good. They're all really good. The 99 one's like a, what were the old tapes with like the punk tapes? They were like, a, 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 the, the one. The punk tapes, the punk like, like punk videos. Rock, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was like that. They have skater tapes. So the 99 one was cool because I kind of get the references. But um, this one's great. It starts off with the zombie. Um. Have you seen VHS 2? I can't remember. I can't remember. No, you're not spoiling because I definitely feel like I've seen it already. I definitely saw the first one. The first one to me was incredible. So they they the first the second one the first one's awesome too. But the second one, shocker. There's a zombie one in it. Yes, the guy with the GoPro and he's riding his bike. There's the alien abduction when the kids are all at the house and they're being babysat by the the sister and the douchey boyfriend and it's like the two brothers. The friend and the dog, and it's like the, an alien abduction happens. Which is the one in the hotel room? Is that VHS one with the with the the vampire lady? Yeah, that's the first one. Okay, that yeah. one's terrifying. That one, yeah, that to me. This, okay. this has the best one, which is they go to a cult in like Indonesia, and it ends up being like a satanic cult, and they think it's just like a regular, yeah, regular old fashioned cult, like like a like more like a sacrament. If you have ever seen that, like that kind of cult, but it, it ends up being satanic, and the ending of it. You're so scared, but the end of it, um, I'm spoiler. I have to, yeah. Well, but by the way, we should. We're gonna do every time we do a podcast. It's probably gonna have some sort of spoiler. If it's not, it, if so. it's if it's within two years, we'll try to refrain. Yeah. But this one, the the Satan baby turns into like the big goat Satan, and it cr- knocks this guy's car that he's trying to escape, and it's. The, the woman who birthed it was someone he had sex with, and it, it just leans over. You're really scared, and it goes, Papa! <laughs> and you just start laughing because you're so tense, and then it's like, I needed that laugh. I think I definitely... This sounds so familiar. I Listen, I definitely know the first VHS. Yeah. That was badass. This one, I don't recall as much. I don't remember. There's one other thing I'm forgetting that's in that, but yeah. That's because they were all just like, again, like you said, they found footage, but they were all multiple different things. Yeah, right? it's, like, it's, it's uh, like a... Anthological, so right, yeah. So then you now to your number eight. Yes, okay. So, I also recommend the VHS series to anyone. If you're a horror, I horror never fan, saw eighty four though. It's good. They all, they, they all. So how many are there, like four or five in total? I think there's five, but they came out with like three in the past year and a half. Okay. Um, I think VHS was the last one. Then there was VHS eighty four, and then there was one in between it. I think. So uh, my number eight, by the way, Fear Street's a movie, a, a trilogy that I don't. I, I not saying that VHS and Fear Street are the same level at all, but when you started to go through 98, 94, 94 the, the dates, 94, I think it was the 80, 74, 84. Oh, Fear 90, Street is the Netflix one. The Netflix yes, thing. Yeah. And I just thought that was a great trilogy. Yes, I thought that was awesome. But yeah. that, it's a little different because, like, the ones with the dates for VHS, they're capturing, like, the error. So, like, right. like I say, punk rock and skating were huge in 99. Right. So a lot of it has to do with that. 
84 is like uh, new tech and like business guys, stuff like that. So basically like um, American Psycho. To an extent. Yes. That was, that's not on my list, but that should be. Uh, number eight for me is a movie you just totally trashed, and it's, it's um, torture porn. Hostel. So to me, it may be, you might call it torture porn. I say it, to me it's a, because I always put up these other movies like Touristas. I really enjoyed. Um, there was also another movie, not, uh, I'm losing, but I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head right now, but I'll, I'll come back to me. Jenna Malone was in it. Either way, I loved all, it was around this genre of going away on vacation, going to like, you know, go get to a place. They build up for like 15, 20, 25 minutes, party and have a good time. And then the end result is just pure massacre. Now, Hostel was the one that first did it the did it the goriest, but I think it did it right. Teresa's was okay. It Teresa's was the one where, if, if you recall, like they're taking people's body parts and selling them yes. to people. Yeah, yeah. The, and then there was another one. I can't remember. It's not. Is it pyramid? Is it the pyramid? It's not the pyramid. It's not. But it's whatever it is. It's it's um. The cell? No, no, that's not it. It's not the cell. But they basically are in a uh, uh, jungle area. They find uh, the ru- runes. Runes. You ever see Runes? No. The Runes? Okay. It's another one of these it's movies. It's kind of like 31 also, where 31, it's not the same, but 31's, they put the, it's a Rob Zombie film. It's like- Love Zombie. They like, right. these killer clowns chase everyone, but it's like rich people are betting on who survives the longest. Oh, kind of almost like a purge type of thing. Yeah. Kind of. There's similarities there. So Runes is basically, they go to like the, an area, they go, they have a party, they go going out, they want to go visit the land, yes. they go to the Runes, and they, you're not supposed to touch- this um <clears throat> basically this place this this it's, it's whether it's haunted or there's some sort of like spirit on this rune and as soon as someone touches it you you it's can't rap. you can't come you can't you're gonna die eventually so you can't you cannot leave and the people basically surround the area and do not let you leave if you try to they kill you instantly so you're dead one way or the other spoiler alert but th- but this to me was as far as those movies goes, they hustled it the best because the party scenes were ridiculous. I'm going to Europe too when I when I see these movies. I, I I was going to Europe, but just came back or whatever it was. So I was in that that idea for the mind frame of it. But again, you're right. The the gore was a little grotesque, but the situations were the most realistic in my eyes. I felt like I was there. I yeah. felt uncomfortable. It felt awful. I know there's negative connotations in calling it torture porn. I just tend to call anything like that. That my thing was the story's good. It just becomes, especially in the second one, it's just like the violent acts are what make it. Right. But there's things they did, like the cutting of the eye on the train yeah. platform is, it's cheesy if you go back and watch it now because we have different special effects. But it was the first time I seen something like that. Not to be gross, guys, cover your ears. I think it's the first one when the guy gets stabbed in the nuts. Or is it the second one? The second one, they cut the dick off. And she's like, how much? And then she stabs him in the nuts. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Did they, she stabbed his nuts or cut his dick off? It's one of those. It was traumatizing. The sheen is definitely yeah. Uh, yeah, The, not, the not Achilles usable. scene is is gross. Yes. It's, yes. it's very good. It was. It's very. It's so much to take in. But it's, that. But that's the point. And yeah. you're. You're right. The aspect of the violence in it is over the top. And I have but, violent movies on here that we're gonna but, talk about. But but the, the. I think the anticipation when they're going through and they get you know when they're having a party they wake up and where they are and then when the kid goes back to try to re- rescue his friend and they go through the whole process like to me everything just in, it, it's just like. I like a movie where, like, I can sit there and feel like I'm I'm part of their journey, and I I don't know. Again, it's a horror movie. We're not trying to like 
This is not supposed to be a brain buster, no. but I kind of feel like sometimes I am. So I'm okay with that. And I've gotten to the point that now the brain busters, which by number two is a brain buster. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You know what I just thought of? And I could have put it on my list, but I'm not going to... House of a Thousand Corpses. This made me think of it. Because that's oh, kind of yes. like torture porn, but I yes. love that movie. Yes, 100%. Dwight Schrute's in that. By the way, the best... Probably one of the best scenes in cinematic horror history is in House of a Thousand Corpses when they pop out of... Uh, they find all the dead bodies or they find all the people that are... that. can't remember if they found, found dead bodies or they just found a lot of people that were captured, the cops did. And then the slow-mo shot of the bullet in the head is the back of the head or front of the head. Like I remember watching the movie theater, just sitting there like, when's he going to pull the trigger? When's he going to pull the trigger? When's he going to pull the trigger? And I'm, I don't know. Wait, and there's Dwight, the, what's his name? Rain Wilson. When he's like all stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Okay, great. So number seven. seven. Yes. We're on seven. So this, I consider a horror movie. I know it's more of a psychological thriller. Shutter Island. Oh, Leo DiCaprio. Yes. Okay. I, I think it has, it has the mystery element to it. I get that it's it's a like a lot more like a psychological thriller. But if you watch that movie and you don't know how it ends, like the first time I saw it, it was kind of spooky. You know the way that the island is. You got the doctor who they try to make you think he's like a Nazi doctor or whatever, and you got the crazy patients. And the ending where you don't really get clarity: is he crazy or is are they lying? Oh yeah, it still screws me up. Yeah, and I thought it was all like the last shot of the silo is like terrifying to me. Right, and I, I this is the only one that I think was a stretch, but I, I I thought of it instantly when we were thinking this list, and I was like, I have to put it on there. It's interesting because Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm not sure, is that his best horror film? He ha- was in Critters Four. <laughs> If if you consider it a horror film, it is, and I actually think it's one of his more underrated films. It did it oh, hundred percent because I don't think of Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio for Shutter Island. There's so many other performances of him where I'm just like, his Inception, Inception is not a horror movie, but it's one of those like mind busters. Yes. So I'm totally into that. But this stuff. is essentially Inception, but the way it's shot and the style yes. it's shot and the setting makes it spooky to me. Yes, and I know. If you Google it, I think it actually is considered a horror, like a psychological horror, but I know that that's not how it's categorized by the, the Academy or whatever. But it was on my list, and it's an awesome movie. So, speaking of an awesome movie, and this this may be the movie that you're talking about, maybe it's not, I don't know, I have it up here, it's number seven. 
Uh, we've talked about it numerous times. Midsummer. It's to me. That was is, the movie I was talking about. So, Spoilers. Okay, so uh, I had it high on the list. I had it on number seven because it's a newer movie. I've watched it multiple times. Uh, I haven't dissected it a numerous amount of times. Like I have other movies. But to me, and especially because the first time I watched it, I had to watch it in two sittings because it was so long. It is a long. It is like Lord of the Rings long. It is, and that's not an insult to it. It's not like oh, I no. couldn't get through it. No, it's like I, I, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to go back and rewatch this because it's it feels like this thing is so good, and it just it carries over. It's a again. beautiful and, movie. And what's what's the girl's name? Jul- Juliana. Uh, Huff? Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. There we go. She's so, in uh, Black Widow. Yes, I haven't watched. She's Black in a Widow. bunch of stuff. She's like a, a big, getting really big. She is phenomenal. And I think the whole thing about this, what really got me, it's a better version of uh, The Wicker Man. I think we talked yeah, about yeah. that. And, and, and I've never that, seen the original, but I saw the remake. Yeah, the, the original was okay. But again, it was like a whole... Well, yeah, the end with the, the giant tower and stuff like that. The thing about the thing about Wicker Man, to me, is this. Where the, these two are a little bit offset. Wicker, I know, I'm trying to... We, we've been doing this podcast for 20 minutes and we're both sipping for water that we've ran out already. We need we need jugs here. Jesus, yeah. where's where's the... Vending machines were Come working. on! So, all right. What differs this to Wicker Man is I feel like when I watched Wicker Man, I, there was a lot of nutty stuff going on, but it didn't tie together. The the drug scenes, the scenes where um, Florence Pugh were, were like drugged up or and the whole case was drugged up, I felt like I was when like, she's tripping. dancing, when she I, sees her mom. I felt like I was tripping, dude. Like I definitely felt like I was part of that. That even though I'm sober as a skunk, watch the movie. Just seeing those scenes, it to me, it was incredible. And the the ending, even though I wasn't totally shocked of how it was going to end, it did throw me for a little bit of a loop. And we'll dive into it more because we'll we'll, we'll revisit well, it on I'm your list to, as well. We could talk about it now, and I'll just list it later. Okay. Because it is later in my list. Um, I, dude, I watched it and I haven't rewatched it yet because I want to sit down. And sometimes I rewatch movies and I just throw, I played video games. And yeah, I throw you them just on. watch them. Yeah, on the phone, this is like, I want to sit down and I want to watch it like it was the first time. I watched it during the pandemic the second they threw it on there. Yes. And it was, I didn't pause. I, I peed in a bottle so I didn't have to leave my room. <laughs> like, it was such a good movie and I walked away terrified, yes. disturbed, and also like in love with the movie. Yeah, she's not. Everyone thought I was gonna say Florence. It's a beautiful movie. It's all in daytime except for like two scenes. Well, the beginning, right? I think oh, the beginning, right, three be- scenes, and then there's the scene when the the guy gets killed in the cabin. Yes, you're but right. Okay, everything else is in the daytime, and you're like terrified at times. And it's a very at times. I'm terrified the whole time. I've you get I've, duped though. Sometimes you're like, wow, this is awesome, and you're like, oh no, yeah, that was that's that an old guy that just fell off that. Yeah, oh dude, again, like and that's a big reveal too. The first death in the show after the beginning. Yeah, the first death. You're like, what the fuck? See, that's the that's the that's the thing is, other movies we're talking about. Like again, I talk about the Wicker Man. I don't remember anything significant happening where I'm like, oh, there's gonna be a really bad situation here. This you knew something bad was gonna happen, but what and how and when and the slow build up to that was really what gets you. And I'll say this much: I'm not gonna spoil anything. The ending, happy ending. I've argued with people, happy ending. Uh yeah. The people. The, I'll I just say this: the main cast. There's only one likable person that's not in the cult. 
Right. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. The rest of them are not good people. Out of the t- right, out of the, the worst two- boyfriend in the history of boyfriends oh, what a that didn't like physically abuse someone. What is this guy? Yes, I know. He should just broken up with her. The bear. Co- it's all. It's all his fault. Yeah. If he broke up at the beginning of the movie, it would have all Nothing. been fine. Everyone's alive. Well, maybe they're not alive. <laughs> but that's fine. But, but she's good. She has to go through more torture. Jeez. Yeah. Um. But it was just. It was not great. It, I, it was great, but it was not great the way it plays out. <laughs> it's really good, and for people who have saw it, go back and watch it. You get spoiled the first time they get to the camp. The entire movie spoiled for you. You, it's so subtle, and you don't even know it. So my number six, as we just left off with Hoff's Midsummer, as number seven, The Ritual on Netflix, another Netflix movie. It is The Ritual. The Ritual. It's a British movie or English movie. I don't know what you want to call it. It takes it's four friends, five friends. They're Grown men, we don't we don't see our what friends. What year is this from? Two thousand seventeen. Interesting. 18. Okay. Really good movie. You should watch it. Um, they're friends. They're they're disconnected. They're all married. One of them is kind of self. It's it's like the typical um, like friends guy trip weekend. Like they're going out. They call it a. I forget what they call it in a stag or something. What was BT called? Guy trip. Right? Guy trip. But I they call it something else in. <laughs> Uh, in England, but anyway, okay. so they go out and they're hiking. Like their whole thing is they're hiking, and one of the guys hurts himself. So now they have to figure out if they they got to make a shortcut. And the shortcut is they're like, we could go this way, and we'll come back and get help because they're going to some remote cabin. But they take the shortcut, and the shortcut they go through like a cult or like a old <sighs> like a like a scary thing. And and another one that it's like different horror themes throughout the movie. At one point, you think that. They're being stalked, and at another point, you think that it's like ghosts or they're possessed, and then it turns into like a ritual, ritual, a ritualistic movie. <laughs> and the, another one that the ending is so crazy, and it's a good crescendo. It takes comes out of left field for me. It's really good, and I couldn't. It's it's terrifying. There's a scene when they go to this abandoned house to spend the night, and they wake up the next day. It's not daylight. It's still dark out, and they're all in like these different states, and it's like terrifying. So this this is reminds me, and I completely missed this on here. Wrong turn. Did you ever see Wrong Turn? It's it's yes. It's not like Wrong Turn in the sense that Wrong Turn had, doesn't have like a supernatural aspect. No, there's no supernatural. This has a cannibalistic. Yeah, Wrong Turn, great movie. I, wrong Turn for me didn't like scare me. It was more actiony. That was like the Hills Have Eyes remake right. and the Wrong Turn remake came out at the right. same time. And by the way, the the first I think was it the first I saw of Emmanuel Shriekly? Maybe it's the second because I used to like this movie called A Hundred Girls. And I can't remember which movie came first, but Shriekly, who is Sloane from, did you watch um, Entourage? Ah, damn! I know who you're talking about. She's, she's badass. Put it that way. And she was in Wrong Turn. But that's why it brings back memories of. Uh, and it just sounds very similar. By the way, that that is a great. And uh, who's the, the the lead in Wrong Turn? Brings me back to um, Michael Dexter. Davis. Is that who you're thinking of, or Not Jonathan Mike. Tucker? Jonathan Tucker's a hundred girls. Oh, that's what. Okay. Oh, he's also is he also in one of the wrong no? Turns? I looked up a hundred girls. <laughs> the Ritual has some guys you know. The Ritual has a couple of guys that were in like the Shaun of the Dead series. Um, Simon Pegg. No, no, no. Like the guys that are like side actors. Like a lot of those guys at Game of Thrones. If you go back and watch the Simon Pegg, Nick Frost movies, yeah. They're in that. A lot of the Game of Thrones. And really? Yes. Who? Um, well, in the House of the Dragon, Viserys is, is in everything but Shaun of the Dead. He's the hot fuzz. He's one of the cops in um in what's the woman that goes to the bars? World's End. Right. Um 
he is. Um, it's you know what? To be fair, the setup of the movie—it's not the same story. The setup of the movie is the same. If you ever see At World's End, it's the same dynamic with the friends. Okay, they're just distance. There's a one screw up, and um, then they just happen to go into the woods and go the wrong way. Yeah, I can't remember. Raph Spall is Luke. He's in a bunch of the Simon Pegg stuff, and he's in Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, he looks super familiar. I just don't remember know where he's from, but yeah. I can't, I can't remember exactly where which character he was. I mean, but yeah, so they have, but yeah. the cast is good. It's believable, and for friends, you have to just be a guy. But for friends, there's a lot of, and then there's oh, this is horror movie that's going on, right? Um, and that's awesome. Yeah, there's a nice little t- twist to it. So I have as my sixth. It takes place in the water, and it's because first of all, this is this is how I became a fan of the sense of sharks and all those stuff. Jaws was my favorite movie of all time, but it's not – it's a, one of the greatest movies of all time, but it's not my – now my favorite. It just it, – I've watched it a billion times, but there's things that have surpassed it at the time. The, the scares to me, the, the, the whole thing of a shark um, and the way that, that Spielberg – you know, use the footage and really kind of hid the shark for so long and the just the characters, everything, everything about it is awesome. I love the series. I was almost torn to do part two because I watched, I think I watched part two more than I watched part one, but part one is better. There's just so many more classic scenes. So I'm so totally locked into that. I don't think I need to explain why Jaws is, is such a great movie. It's a cinematic, it, like you said, Spielberg, it, like, obviously it's been a long time since he's put out something that's like a classic, but Spielberg right. had a formula for each genre of the movies that he did, whether it was E.T., whether it was... I mean, all of them kind of are based around kids. Jaws is great. The opening scene is iconic and oh, terrifying yeah. to this day. It's minimalistic, too, to an extent. And, again, we talked about it last time. If you grew up and you watched it, that movie still holds up. For a newer audience, it probably doesn't. But the story's great. The Jaws is the only part of it. The shark, the... the Effects of the shark is the only thing that really holds the movie back if you're a new watcher. Right. Because the acting's great, the story's great. And the best part is, is that I think really what the, the way that they explained the shark and how it didn't even work half the time and what you were able to see when it first came out, and you're like, oh my goodness, this is so scary. We've never seen this before. And now how people are like, oh, dude, you kind of almost see the imperfections, but like you have no idea what they were working with. Like if you if you did and you watched it when it first came out, you would be the same way as I am. The fact that we know now that they had all these issues, that we see what CGI is, we see all this stuff, it's it's a whole different world. And yeah, of course you're going to see that this it doesn't look real. The freaking thing didn't work half the time. That's what I'm saying, but it still holds up. Yes, it Again, does. if you were, the, like, I'm not, I'll go back, there's a couple of movies on the list that we've also spoken about before like this, but I'll go back and watch certain things and they don't hold up. But if I really love the movie in the moment, I'll get past it. Uh, speaking of getting past it, I don't know if I'll ever get past this, and I don't know if you saw this, but there is a video right now floating around of like a real-life shark attack. I think it's a tiger shark or great white. I don't know. Jesus. It's it, The guy's in the middle of the water. You haven't seen this at all? No. Guy's in the middle of the water, and like there's boats around them from like a distance, and all of a sudden you just see like basically jaws in real-life footage. And, like, from a distance, and it's like, um, the guy's there, he's swimming, he's kind of like, whatever. I don't know why he was in the water. I don't know if he fell off a boat or whatever the case is. But you see the shark around him, and it's just basically <laughs> taking him under the water and all this other stuff. And then I'm like, did, did everyone just, like, stupid and, like, filming him? Finally, as soon as he goes down for, like, the last time, then the boat comes to try to, like, rescue him. But they were definitely way too late. And that's probably, 
I don't want to. I don't want to like naysay them, but from what they say, if a shark bites you like that, like you antagonize it or you did something wrong, because most of the time they just bite you and leave. Well, yeah, no, this thing was just hovering yeah. around. See, I don't know. I, I, when you watch the video, it's quick forty seconds, which is oh, still it's terrifying. Again, not telling you to go watch it because it is it is real. Yeah, trigger warning. Yeah, very much so. But if but but you see the shark around him, and all of a sudden he's getting like tugged under, and then all this other stuff. It's it's a long for forty seconds. It's long enough. On a lighter note, I saw a video. This was a little bit ago of a guy in a Shark Tank thing. They come up and. I forget. I forget if you see the shark go in, but essentially this guy's in the shark tank with a shark. Yes, and he comes out victorious, and the shark comes out like bloodied and 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 it could have oh, just. I didn't see that. The part. shark could have hurt itself just squeezing itself through the bars. <laughs> but I would have told everyone I fist fought and beat yeah. that shark. You won that battle. Yes, I won that fight. Uh, listen, you know what? We've done the first top. This top ten we've done the first six. So we're going to take a little pause right yeah, here. We like we'll, to ramble. We'll end this episode, and we'll come back with the last of the top five of our top ten list of our favorite horror movies. Yes. Again, he's Anthony Gallo. Gallo Pico. Gallo, Pico de Gallo. Pico Day underscore Gallo, and then Pico de Gallo 24 on Instagram. That's what's up. Why do you do it differently? Why don't you change it and make Just it both? Instagram oh, I made said, later. That's right. Somebody who stole it. College, that was, I didn't use Twitter for like three years, but I had that name because my buddy's like, hey, it's like Gallo, Gallo. I, it always t- it always throws me off, but I love it. It's like my favorite yeah. thing in the world. And that's why I just called it. It's Pico. the only reason why I remember it now is because of this podcast. Pico de Gallo. Yeah. Uh, and again, I, I changed it. I changed my, my, my handle. It's at Hoff WFAN. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I changed actually in the middle of the podcast. So uh, we will be back with more of the top 10 list on Gore Buddy. See you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t